Well, hi, and welcome to the Christian Contrast Podcast, where we talk about how walking with Jesus leads us to live differently than the world around us. And I'm here with some of my favorite people, (laughs) Dalton and Allie Sweeney, who are hugely involved here at Life Bible Fellowship Church. And we're going to end up having a conversation about creating a Christ-centered family culture and just what that looks like. Um, but, But to start off, why don't you guys just kind of introduce yourselves and don't talk about every way that you're involved in the church because it would be forever, but let me just talk a little bit about some of the ways that you've been involved here at Life Bible Fellowship Church. Sure. Uh, so we're the Sweeney's uh, family of six. We've got twin girls that are six uh, and then boys that are three and two. Um, I'm currently an elder here. Um, we lead a life group. Um, I'll leave it at that. And then we can <laughs> fill in some others. Yeah. 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 I help out with mom to mom and I um, help with the life kids ministry too on Sundays. So I think that's a little bit of it. Yeah. When I know it, when we talk about this, when we talk about just the concept of trying to have a Christ-centered family culture, obviously you guys are looking to live this out as a family uh, with, with young kids. I know this has also been something on your guys' hearts just with the life group that you oh, yeah. that you lead for years, that you've been trying to cultivate this across families, that you're in this together. And so, you know, I I, I know like Christ-centered family culture, that's not a phrase in the Bible, That that's something we're using to encapsulate things. But as you hear that, just what are some things that come to your mind that, that are maybe different than just um, here are six tasks that we do, but trying to create a family culture where Jesus is at the center of family life? Yeah, I mean, so it's it starts with um, everything we do. We want to point to Jesus. Um, and, and there's different areas of our lives where that that looks differently. Um, but trying to first and foremost make sure that Sunday mornings and being hmm. at church and involved with church and using our gifts for church um, that all of that is is paramount in what we do throughout the week. Um, and and it overflows into every other area of of life if you structure it that way. Um, and so we've kind of structured some things and tried to create some spaces that, that point that way. Um, but Ali, if you want to talk about maybe some of the specifics that we do. To- well, I think if you're talking structure versus like a culture structure to me, seems something that makes, tries to make your job easier and you're trying to do things that kind of make it more comfortable. And I think if you're trying to create a culture centered around Christ, like it's not going to be comfortable and it's not going to be easy. So even though you might be using structures to do that, I don't think it necessarily means it's going to make it easy. Yeah, I think it means more of Jesus generally makes things harder and uncomfortable. Hmm. Which is a good point to bring up. And even that, and I don't know if this is exactly what you were saying, Mm -hmm. but sort of that that structure is meant to serve. Structure is meant to facilitate that Mm -hmm. culture. Structure is not the ultimate end, yeah. you know, and you guys are, are in the young kid. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. younger than my kids. So yes. I, I still <laughs> young say kids. young kids, <laughs> but just where, you know, there is a lot of talk about structure and how important and, and all mm-hmm. of those different things. And there's an opportunity within that structure to form. And I'd love just to, maybe that's a, a little bit of a starting point mm-hmm. is to say, we have an opportunity with structure to have our structure serve our goals mm-hmm. of having a Christ-centered family culture or to have our structure form sort of an obstacle to us yeah. trying to get there. And so Dalton, I know you alluded to it, but what have been some things just as we start to try to get our minds around this that you guys have looked to do structure-wise to say, mm. how do we set up a structure that doesn't make this harder, but sort mm-hmm. of facilitates this goal of putting Jesus at the center? Yeah, so I mean, the, the most important one is is consistent Sunday service, um, being involved in church um, and, and being committed to church um, and making it fun and making it a highlight. And um, 
our kids love uh, coming to, to church on Sunday. Um, and, and so that's, that's first and foremost. And then the second thing is um, within our life group uh, ministry mm-hmm. um, is doing life with these families, you know, surrounding ourselves with families that love Jesus, um, knowing that they're parenting and everything that they're doing throughout the week is also pointing towards mm-hmm. Jesus, you know, so that their conversations they're having with their friends. I'm talking about our kids, the conversations our kids are having with their friends, um, while we're all still falling and fall short of the mark, at least we have that same framework of, of what we're talking about um, for, for different topics or whatever. We have that same um, starting point um, as Jesus. I think those are probably the, the first big yeah. two. Um, and then we do things that Allie's really good with, um, like verse memorization with, mm-hmm. with the kids in the morning. Um, we do homeschool, so it gives us that advantage that we can kind of cater towards mm-hmm. um, implementing those things without curri- or throughout cu- curriculum and that kind of stuff. Um, so that's another thing where we can in, in, incorporate the, the Bible within everything that, that she does teaching wise. Um, what are some other things that we do? <laughs> Who knows? No, um, <laughs> I think, I think we're really intentional about valuing things that God values. Mm-hmm. So when we're trying to think through the things that we want to do with our kids, we say, okay, the Lord values worship. So we need to make sure like we are valuing the church. We're valuing our daily worship with him and God's word. Um, more specifics specifics like you said is we do a lot of verse memory and lots of bible songs because that seems Mm. with our age group Mm -hmm. with my kids that seems to work the best um and i'm not saying it's always perfect and that we're all sitting around the table at breakfast doing this like this morning when we did it it was my youngest son was playing with an obnoxious toy like (laughs) off to the side the middle son's sitting on my lap because he wants to eat his breakfast that way and my girls are wanting more food but we still get through the whole thing Mm -hmm. and they enjoy it um I think that's important too. And I think, um, like you said, doing life with others that are on a similar mindset and not necessarily um, the same like family setup dynamic of the sense of like we homeschool, we're homeschooling our kids, I'm home with the kids. We also have really good friends that both parents work. Their kids are at public school, but they do a really great job of this as well. It just Mm -hmm. looks different. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, well, and I love that you guys talked about that because there can be, I, I think, there can be this loneliness that can come in. Yeah, I mean, you already alluded to it. Like following Jesus does not make your life sort of like <laughs> the path of least resistance no. anyway. And so if you're looking to really do family in this way, it's going to be countercultural and you can feel like we are the only ones mm, yeah. doing this. So having friends, even if their their setup is different, that, you know, hey, we're, we're going for the same thing. We're trying to figure this out is so huge yeah. just not to feel like we're the only ones we know trying to do this. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I also love, you know, one of the things, Karina, there's this G.K. T- Chesterton quote um, that says, uh, if a thing is worth doing, it's worth doing badly. It's mm. true. And, and she <laughs> yeah. loves it, you know, and yeah. people have a hard time understanding, but it's the idea of saying, okay, this isn't going to be perfect. You know, yeah. like sometimes it is going to be, you know, not as consistent and we say we're doing this once a day, but we're not actually mm-hmm. like I, uh, a couple weeks ago, I, we, we sat down at the dinner table and we had had this, this sort of system set up where, you know, I, 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 my kids are older than you guys. And so with, with my two teenagers and then with me and Karina, where Monday through Thursday, we rotated that each one of us on a different day would be, um, reading a portion of the Bible reading mm-hmm. for that day and just bringing a thought on it. Um, and I realized, you know, because of, you know, maybe like some different things that came up and, you know, I mean, the loss of Karina's mom kind of threw our our family into some irregularity. And and I just sort of sat down and I felt a little bit embarrassed, but I was like, okay, 
it's been a while since we've done this. <laughs> yeah, right. And we sort of regrouped and said, let's yeah. do it again. Like, let's, yeah. you know, all right, you still good with Mondays, you know? And it was that there was a part of me that wanted to not bring it up because I was mm-hmm. sort of like, I said we were going to do this. And it's kind of my fault mm-hmm. that yeah. we haven't. Um, but being able to say, all right, we're going to do this. It's not going to be perfect. Sometimes it's going to be ugly, but we're looking to do something instead of feeling like it's it's an all or nothing thing. Yeah. And I and think that is so much apparent. Totally. And, and modeling that for your kids, you know, like, hey, we set out to do this. We, we kind of sludged through it. We lost our way a bit, but we're, we're, we're turning back to it. You know, we don't have to do this perfectly for it to work. You know, um, there is value in continuing to go about it. Right. It's the same thing with our struggles with sin. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. going at it. I missed the mark man, I miss the mark again and again and again, <laughs> yeah. but I want to keep hitting the mark, right? I'm, I'm continuing to, to try to hit the mark. Um, so I think there's value in, in um, owning up to our, our shortcomings and modeling yeah. that for them. And, and um, yeah, I mean, the, the, we, we joke with our, um, our oldest daughter, Abigail, I'll pick on her, and we, <laughs> she'll, she'll get upset about something and we'll say, oh, that's right, because the Bible says if you don't do everything perfectly and you have to be perfect, and we like, we say, and she's like, it doesn't say that. We're like, are you sure? I'm pretty sure it says you have to yeah. be perfect. By the way you're behaving, yeah. it seems like it must be <laughs> right? there. It must be yeah. true that you yeah. have to be perfect and it doesn't work if you're not, but um, yeah, so being able to model that and, and make sure they realize I don't have to be perfect. Only one has to be perfect, and he was, yeah. and it's okay. Yeah. Um, so modeling that for them is, is good. Yeah, when, when even talking about that, you, you know, and again, you guys alluded to it a little bit, which I appreciated. And, you know, Ali, you're talking, hey, worship is important, that, mm-hmm. you know, these things are important. Um, if we're talking about this, that there's, there's different things that we're really wanting our kids to, to own, like really to embrace at a deep level. Mm-hmm. And you, know, you guys talked about, you know, church involvement, which, you know, I mean, I'm a pastor, so everybody knows what I'm <laughs> going to say about this, but, but I just, I think is so key for mm-hmm. us to say, all right, our, our relationship with the Lord is, is more than just church, but yeah. it's not less. Like right. yeah. it's, it's a huge part of what we do. Um, but what would you guys say are some other things that, that you would say are either sort of like family mantras or just lessons mm-hmm. that you're like, we really, really want, you know, like whether we're disciplining them or teaching mm-hmm. them or whatever it is, we really want them to get this out of our home. <laughs> I think something we say to our kids every single night is mommy and daddy love you no matter what good things you do and no matter what bad things you do. And we followed up with like, who else loves you like that? Yeah. And they've heard it so many times, like, God, I was like, yes, and he <laughs> loves you even more than we do. And I think that's been our number one mm-hmm. thing, especially in this little stage is that yeah. they know like, hey, doesn't matter what you do, doesn't matter what it is, like we're gonna love you and because of how God made you and who you are, um, and that's not gonna change. I think that we've been really intentional about that. Yeah. Yeah, and even this week, too, we were commenting to our kids that no matter what you do, no matter what, if you have a career, if you have, if you're yeah. successful at sports, you make a million dollars, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. If, if, if you end up loving Jesus and giving him your life, we did a good job, yeah. you know, and that's, that's our, that is our sole mark. Yeah. Um, so we, we were talking to them this week about that. Yeah. Um, I don't, I couldn't tell you what sparked it, but we, we made sure they knew like, no, yeah. it, I don't, it doesn't matter. I don't care if you're a doctor, a lawyer. I don't care. I don't yeah. care if whatever job you have, if, if you love Jesus, then we did it right. Um, 
Yeah, and we've talked about it this week when we were kind of preparing for this. We're like, in our home, like, we treat Jesus as the best thing. Mm -hmm. Like, he is the best thing in the whole world. And we try and do that in our home and make it fun because he is fun, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, there's joy in that. And so we've been trying to be intentional about that as well. Yeah. 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 I think that's huge. You know, I mean, like, there's a lot of people that when when they grow up or maybe even when they're still, you know, kids, they'll say, like, oh, dad always said this, or mom always, mm. like, my parents always said this. And and I realized partway into parenting, because I, I don't know if you guys dealt with this, like, there were things that when I was probably a teenager and maybe even to my early 20s, I was like, I'm not going to be like, <laughs> you know, my parents, and I'm not going to be like, you know, yeah. my friends' parents, like, I, you know. And there's just, for me, there was something very humbling about being like, I'm not any better than yeah. anyone else. I'm, <laughs> yeah. you know... If you if you had a real dysfunction in your home and you're looking to break that, that's different mm-hmm. than what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, which sure. is just let, that I was like, I I frequently have told my kids do it because I told you so, which I swore I would never <laughs> yeah, say. Guilty as well. <laughs> but but there is also something about saying like, all right, like there's we could look at it as something bad. The kids roll their eyes and they're like, Ugh, mom would always say this. But we're like, all right, if if our kids are gonna say that about something, yeah. what do we want them to say that about? Yeah. You know, and to be like, uh, every night mom and dad would say, you know, I love you no matter what yeah, you yeah. do, good or it's like, well, that's a pretty good thing <laughs> right. right there. Yeah. And 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 I do, I, I frequently think about that. And and I know for me, you know, and you guys can talk about sort of um and as kids get older and are younger and older, it is different. But something that Karina and I, we, I don't think at any point we sort of formally decided this, but we just noticed is, man, dinner time and bedtime mm-hmm. are huge yeah. for these different things. And we're, you know, we, we joke, we're like, we're not good at the big special events. We're good at sort of like the daily grind. Yeah. So we, we set up pretty good ruts for ourselves that, that we like, that we can live in. And we've just discovered, man, there are things with dinner time, and and we do. I it, it, we still are eating dinner more than a lot of the the peers that I have. You know, I mean, um, but it gets harder as the kids get older. But still, just the idea of sitting down at dinner, and we'll we have a few games that will. I don't know mm-hmm. if they're we call them games, but you know, we we do our Bible reading now all the time, consistently. Always. No, I'm just kidding. No, but, but Jack, but like, Jack wow. last night got out Romans three and read part of it That's and awesome. talked about it. And it was wonderful. But um, we, there's one or t- one of two tricks that I frequently will bring out, and I'll either say, um, "Let's do questions," and that just involves, every, you know, Jack will start and he'll mm-hmm. ask Matt a question. Yeah, Matt, if you were on a desert island and you could only bring one food, what would it be? And Matt answers, and then Matt will ask Karina, you know, what three books, you know, would you want to recommend it, you know, and it goes, and sometimes it's fun and sometimes it's meaningful, but actually the, the one that I do more frequently is I say, um, let's give compliments. And we do the same thing where we just kind of ping pong around the table. And I've just, I've been shocked with, especially with my sons with being like, wow, you had a really meaningful compliment Mm. underneath there for your brother where it might not have come out. And so we've done that. I mean, bedtime with but prayer like you guys mm. talked about sometimes with reading and different things it's like you have this captive audience suddenly your kid wants to talk to you it's <laughs> right, like they yeah. have you all to <laughs> right. themselves yeah. so i think things like that even even when we talk about this because again it's the structure is not the point but if mm. we we leverage some of those things mm. to feed the whole idea of jesus being at the center of the culture can be really meaningful um, and, and just for you guys, you know, I, I mentioned dinner time and bedtime. Have there been other things that you've discovered like, ooh, here's sort of is like a, 
I, I want everybody to know about this because this <laughs> is something people don't realize is like a great way to sort of insert some structure into this. Yeah, I mean, so we did dinner time and bedtime for us as well um, are really good ones. I would say we dinner together almost every night apart yeah. from tax season when sometimes I'm home a little later, but I jump in like halfway through. <laughs> right. Um, and our kids are still young. And our kids so are young, which makes it a like lot easier. As many commitments, um, yeah. We all pray together um, bedtime. One, one thing that we've added recently is we sing um, mm. a song of praise before we leave. We all hold hands together. So be. Like in the before, morning before yeah. you go? Yeah, okay. so before the first person leaves or before yeah. we start our day, if I'm working from home, um, we, did we just take it. a moment to do that. We didn't do that we today. Do we that. just got puppies in our defense. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't have to be perfect. You just got to keep trying. You got to raise those puppies right. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. gotta, they're going to start yeah. singing too. <laughs> um, so that's something that we've added in. Um, we're actually going through this uh, book with our um, – life group um which is habits of the household mm -hmm. um is it justin whitmill early i know the last yeah. name is whitmill early yeah. two words um i think it's justin yeah it is. um and it's been awesome it basically mm -hmm. each chapter is a different um part of your day um yeah and, the and, structures yeah and it's yeah. Okay. He, he gives ideas of how you can basically uh form habits that point to jesus within those time frames um so meal time screen time is one that's not mm. a time of the day but it's a it's a thing right? right um and how can you use that for good um it's waking, yeah, waking bedtime mm -hmm. all sorts of things play there's one time. even on marriage yeah, yeah. playtime how that can be good so um that's been nice you know we've added little things to our meals like um, in the book, it talks about this and we've done it because for little kids, it's really fun. It, it, you light a candle to start the meal. Hmm. Um, and then whoever, uh, we ask one of our kids to pray over our meal, even the, well, Peter just says, dear God, thank you, food, amen, which is enough, right? That's it's good. Two. Um, and it's kind of almost English. Um, but, and then whoever prays gets to blow out the candle, which is a highlight for mm. all of our kids. Um, so just kind of adding in a couple of little things that's fun for them, but again, gets them geared towards relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Um, so that's been a little, that book's been really good. Yeah. Um, it's been really good. And it's in, in, for us, it's written from, the perspective of parenting young kids. Yeah. So if you've got young kids, I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. Um, and it's been, it's been really good. Our life group has loved it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been challenging and thought provoking and um, really practical, which is, is hard to find. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. When, when we post this, I'll look to link to that. Yeah. Cause cool. you had told me about that. I haven't read it yet, but I yeah. did download it. It's, it's great. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And I think what it does well is it helps you look at the structures you already have. Cause it's yeah. true for mm -hmm. us, like you said, bedtime and dinner time. But for me and the kids, it's breakfast time for just mm. for whatever reason, the kids seem the most calm at that time. Like I'm able to pour into them more there rather than like a lunch or like a nap time or something else when we're just all chaos. <laughs> um, afternoons are chaos. Morning seems to work better. And okay. so it just helps you see like you already have these things in place. Like how can you make it more towards what God is calling us to do? Yeah. Well, well one question, you, we, we didn't really talk about this, although I think we alluded to different things. You know, there are obviously obstacles to doing yeah. this, mm -hmm. you know, and, and whether it's busyness or whether it's, you know, you just don't know how to. I, I just think you know, there's probably people listening to this right now thinking, I, I'm not, I'm not doing anything mm -hmm. like, like, and, and, but wanting to, yeah. um, what would be some thoughts that you two would have just in saying like, it, you know, what would it look like just to sort of take a first step into this to say, okay, it's, it's not going to go from zero to you're, mm -hmm. you're, you're exactly where you want to be, but just to say, 
how would you take a first step into trying to create this family culture? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think for us the the first one is is church. Um, mm-hmm. Coming Sunday consistently and serving within that. Not not coming just to listen and be there, but coming to participate and be involved. Um, in in taking on the responsibility of, of leading your family in that and showing the value of that, um, that alone can make hmm. a huge difference. Um, so if you're not doing that, that, that would be the first one. And then the second one I would say is to surround yourselves yeah. with a community yeah. that loves Jesus. Um, that would be number two. And if, if you've got both of those knocked out, then it's, okay, what can we start doing just us um, within our family unit that points towards Jesus? And it could be something like a mealtime devotion um, or it could be something, uh, bedtime prayers, whatever, whatever it is. And, and I would have it, I would say to, to approach it with the mindset that it's going to be messy and yeah. you'll probably fail more often than <laughs> <Yeah>. you succeed <laughs> true. and that's okay. You know, and, and your, your kids will see that, but you modeling that failure and, and continuing to go after it is only going to pay dividends. Um, cause nothing in life is easy. Nothing worthwhile is easy. Yeah. Um, and so failure is, is good. Um, cause it means you're, you're trying to improve. Yeah. Um, and you're trying to get better. So I would just say to keep at it, um, yeah. whatever step that looks like. Um, and it doesn't, I mean, I know there's this, I think there's this, this thinking that a family devotion has to be <laughs> you preaching on Sundays, right? right? And it yeah. so does. I mean, no. there's so many great resources and even we were doing, we just did one that led into the two weeks of Easter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it was maybe the second or third year we had done it, mm-hmm. um, and the, our girls are, are to the age where they're starting to retain some things, but they don't remember it from a year ago by any means. Um, but some of the verses that it led to, um, they were some of the memory verses that Allie had done with them. And oh, so cool. we were in the middle of a story, um, and it was like the the turning point where the next, the, but but Jesus is going to rise, right? Like it's it's that's that's where we're at. And so we, we finished up the first verse and then there was like a little thing and, and the book is written. So you, all you have to do is read it. You don't have to know anything. Right. If you can read, <laughs> you can read this devotion. Um, so look for those kinds of materials. But, um, but our girls, Abigail, she, she started singing the verse that the book was about oh, to go to exact cool. same verse. So it's, it's just, you do these things over and over again and you don't know how it's going to connect. But if you continue to just point them towards Jesus, their little brains are going to absorb things. Um, and then an, a, another thing that we, um, this was like a, a, I don't even know what to call it. I guess a, a, a forming book that we read, um, is by Paul David Tripp oh. and it's called parenting and 14 gospel truths, something principles. or other principles. Sorry. <laughs> um, but that book, um, while the, the other book we referenced was very practical and, and broke it down. This one is like, it's like an umbrella. Yeah. You know, this is how you parent. This is what we we're about. We were pointing yeah. to Jesus. And um, just having that um, philosophy in parenting, and, and one of the things he says in there is, you're going to do something a million times. In, in 999,000, whatever the number is, it's not going to land. But ultimately it will. Yeah. Eventually it'll land. And my goodness, the day it does, what joy there is in that. Yeah. Um, so you do things over and over again. You're leading these devotions. You're praying <laughs> for them. You're like, I am hitting a wall. Like this is just, this is not worth it. It's not worth it. It is worth it. And it will, yeah. it will work. That's good um, You just don't know when. So, yeah. and I know for us with, with the girls more so, yeah. we're starting to see That's some it. of those things work. Yeah. You know, we're starting to see some of the seeds grow and, and bear fruit and, um, so that's been really encouraging. But knowing that from the beginning, you know, I'm going to keep at this, even though yes. it feels fruitless. Awful. Yeah. It's going to land. It's just going to take time. And we don't know what season it's going to land. Oh, that's so. good. 
I love that. I think something I'd add is that um, being in community with people, but also trying to find people who are maybe just like a little bit ahead of where you are that do this well. You know, so you can see it done yeah. in person. Because if you didn't grow up in a Christian home, you didn't grow up around this environment, like a Christ-centered home, like you might not even know what that looks like, mm-hmm. right? And so being around people that do that well, there's lots of value to that. That's good. Yeah, and we've we've had that. We've yeah. been blessed by that in, in every stage. You know, yeah. when we first got married, we were in a, a group of families that all had young kids. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any kids. Mm-hmm. So we got to like show up months. and it yeah. was easy and we were newlyweds and we could see oh, what's boy. this parenting thing all about. But we could yeah. see what they did well, what they were struggling with, all of that. We had that modeled. And even still, we've got really good friends that have kids that are your kid's age. You know, sure. being yeah. able to watch you guys, the Watsons as well. Mm-hmm. We're good yeah. friends with them, being able to see how they're handling some of the dynamics of parenting older kids. Um the importance of marriage within all of that. Um, And so that's been a huge blessing to see like, we're here, where are we headed? Mm -hmm. And then what are some of the pitfalls we need to look out for? Yeah. Um, That's been a huge blessing. Yeah. That's good. All right. So, so what I want to do now is sort of like give you each a last word (laughs) and here, here's what, how I want to do it. You know, um, obviously different people listening are in different places with this. Mm -hmm. Um, You guys are a mom and a dad dealing with this. And so what I want to ask, well, we'll start ladies first, you know, <laughs> but, but just, uh, maybe just to, to speak a little bit specifically to, um, Allie talking about, you know, as a mom, mm-hmm. what would be some encouragements you'd give to moms? And then Dalton, mm-hmm. as a dad, what, what would be some unique encouragement that you'd give to dads in all of this? Oh man. Okay. I think for moms, it could be very easy to get lost in the mundane things of parenting, especially if you're home all day and you have little kids. It's very easy to do that. So my encouragement would be just to do something to fill yourself with the gospel, because Mm -hmm. if when your heart's overflowing with the gospel, it's a lot easier to do that with your kids. So whether that is memorizing verses for yourself or reading the Bible for yourself, or um, there's lots of good kids music that is straight scripture. And Mm -hmm. I think that's probably the easiest place to start because you play it for everyone. And then you memorize the verses, your kids memorize the verses, it pops into their heads. Um, You have conversations about it because I know my kids, there's lots of verses we've memorized with songs. And so when they're trying to remind them, like, you need to be kind or you need to count your brother more important than yourself, like, they go through the songs in their right. head. And um, there's lots of value to that. And just know that it's going to be hard. And, and everything with Jesus makes you uncomfortable and hard. And that's okay. I think we tell our kids that all the time. Like, it's hard to be kind. It's hard mm-hmm. to love your brother. Like, that's not easy. But you can't do it without Jesus. Mm-hmm. So just ask him for the help and he'll give it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Thanks. Dalton, what about you? Yeah. Um, I, I would say that, that as, as dads, um, we're tasked with leading our families. Um, and um, I think the statistics are staggering on, on yeah. the, the significance and importance of dads being involved actively. Um, so if, if this is something that's important to you and you're, you feel like you're not hitting the mark, then, then start hitting it. Um, or at least attempting to hit it. Cause if it is important to you, it's probably not going to work if you're not, if you're not leading the charge, yeah. um, the statistics would back that up. Um, and I think as men, I'll tell you talking stereotypes. I think when we do stuff, we want to do it right and well, and we want it to work. And I think we can get easily frustrated when things don't. Um, but I think you need to go into it recognizing that it's not going to be perfect. It's going to be messy. Like we talked about earlier. Um, and that's okay. And, and 
I think, again, as men, it's hard for us to show weakness and failure. Um, but modeling that for our kids is really important um, because how often, I mean, we all fail every day, but our little kids especially, um, they, they, they make mistakes and they don't do things right. But them seeing, okay, dad messed up. He's still trying. He's asking for forgiveness. Right. Okay, I don't need to be perfect for Jesus to love me or for me to be worthy or anything like that. Um, so yeah, just get if, if it is important to you, which hopefully it is, um, start start behaving like it is. Yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Well said by both you guys. <laughs> and I pre, you know, I, I know you guys are a little bit more on the inside, so you know this, but I mean, talking about these sorts of things and trying to mm-hmm. cultivate this in in our families at our church is is hugely important. In fact, it's one of our all church goals mm-hmm. for this next year yeah. is to really lean yeah. into this and say we're always looking to do this, but we believe that this is such a significant thing. Not everybody's at the stage where they have kids mm-hmm. in the home, but when we do, for us as a church community to say, man, where we are looking at our greatest God-given opportunity to evangelize and disciple mm-hmm. right here. Yeah. And so what we're talking about right here, God willing, will will be something that's fruitful for anybody listening to this. Um, you know, we, we do post these podcasts every two weeks, and so we'll be back with another one in two weeks. But love to have your feedback on this one. If you have comments, questions, if you have a resource, if you have follow-up or things that you want to ask, or if you're just going to now look for the Sweeney's between services <laughs> on Sundays and be like, when can I grab them and ask some questions? Um, that'd be great. But but we post these podcasts on our website, lbf.church, um, on YouTube, and you can find them there. We have lots of other ones in the past that we've done. Um, thank you both so much for coming yeah. and just sharing in the middle of the journey, in the middle of the messy journey of looking <laughs> to follow Jesus well. I appreciate both of you so much. Um, and thanks so much for those of you that took time to watch and to listen. And we'll see you with a new episode in two weeks. Bye.